What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. We have a total boss babe. You know I love my boss babes. Like, we are a tribe, man. She is actually out of Canada. She is a best-selling author and publisher, podcast producer, and creative director, CEO of Lead Her Publishing. Please welcome Courtney St. Croix. Courtney, thank you for joining us today. Can you tell the audience a little bit about your background? Absolutely. First of all, Deanna, thank you so much for having me on the show. My name is Courtney St. Croix. I'm the CEO and creative director at Lead Her Publishing. I focus primarily with women, though I do have some men authors that I work with. And I am an independent publisher and a self-publishing coach. So I help people publish books in the easiest, uh, simplest terms to describe it. Um, I love what I do. I love writing. That's how I got into it. Got really, you know, organically. I just wanted to be an author when I was a kid. I kept writing my own stories. And then I self-published my own journal first and then some joint venture projects and then my own book, um, which was called Momfident AF. I don't know about swearing on, on here, but that's what my brand used to be yeah. called. And then naturally rolled into helping other people to publish books as well. So I work with clients one-on-one. Um, I have a publishing agency, obviously leader publishing, and then I have group writing projects and some DIY resources for people if they want to do it on their own as well. That's awesome. That's quite, that's quite the story. You're lucky to find something that you loved early on. So did you ever work for anyone else or have you already always been independent? Yeah, I worked um, in the corporate world of the fitness industry in Canada. I worked for Canada's top fitness club for almost 15 years. I worked my way all the way up to just under the VP of my department. I had a very fulfilling career there, but they did some restructuring uh, later on at the, like at the end of my career and I just found that my, my core values didn't really align any longer with the direction the company was going in. Um, and at that time, I was exploring with my brand. I was building my blog. I was building my social presence. And it just came to a point where I thought, you know what? I love writing. I've now self-published a few titles on my own. Maybe this is what was meant to happen so that I can help other people do the same thing. Because for so long, I thought becoming an author um, it's funny too, because it's the label free podcast, you know, becoming an author, it's this like big thing, having best-selling author in your title and like listing that, like one of your uh, credentials, which is awesome. But for a long time, I just thought that the publishing space and getting published and, you know, finding a literary agent and getting signed with a big publishing house, I thought it wasn't possible. And the truth is that it is possible. It's part of the reason why I do what I do now is to help people understand that with drive and determination and with motivation, you can publish a book and you can, you can become an author. So yeah, I worked in the corporate space for almost 15 years, loved it, but it was just time to move on. Wow. So that's awesome. I mean, I actually, I'm not, I'm not great working for other people. I mean, I'm, I, I'm a great, I'm a hard worker. Don't get me wrong, (laughs) but I always challenge my bosses because if I don't agree with something, I speak up. So I actually was a business development manager for an IT consulting company that I, I just left on Monday of this week. So now I'm, oh, wow. I'm completely independent again, which I'm kind of happy about because I wasn't very happy there. So we'll see where, you know, where my journey takes me next. So it's good that you've had a, a great experience because I know a lot of people I talk to that come from the corporate world that branch mm-hmm. off into in their own thing is usually some kind of like eye-opening experience if they just weren't happy. So I, I yeah. like hearing that someone was actually happy. <laughs> yeah, I, it taught me a lot. I had a great experience there, but I started um, connecting with people with basically because of social media who were doing other things, who were doing things like starting podcasts. I started my podcast in 2018 while I was still employed for another year and a half with my company. Um, and hearing about women who were creating massive success, massive wealth, um, you know, generating incomes that like was my salary in a year. 
And so it started opening up my eyes to the fact that I can do something else and I don't have to just stay in this one box where I thought I would be the rest of my life because that's what my parents did, (laughs) you know? So it really started opening my eyes and that's the magic of the internet, you know, call internet and social media, what you will, but I've met so many incredible people and um, it really just opened my eyes to what the possibilities were. So I, I don't regret my time in corporate at all, um, but I do think it would be kind of hard to go back and work for someone else now after being my own boss (laughs) for several years, because yeah, I think I would challenge people and their ideas and um, yeah, it's been, it's been a ride for sure. That's awesome. So tell us about the, the, like your publishing company. So I've been told, so I told you before we start recording, we're getting ready to publish a book. And I'm like, I'm actually kind of glad I don't have a full-time job right now because I get to focus on that in the podcast because I, you know, it just sounds like doing a book is so much work. Mm -hmm. Well, it is a lot of work. (laughs) And that's the thing. People often come to me when they don't even have anything written down yet. And my answer is always, I can't help you publish something until you have something to publish. So you have to start writing and you have to, you have to figure out a system that's going to work for you in terms of your writing time. You don't have to be the best writer because there are experts who can help you with that, but it is a lot of content. You know, it's, it's not as easy as just actually, I always make this reference because I used to work in the fitness industry. So this is a great uh, comparison to make. What's really cool about writing is that you actually could write a lot of content in a day. Like you could actually, if you're inspired and motivated, you could do something in eight hours. That's like almost your whole manuscript difficult to do that. It's not the easiest yeah. thing to do, but in comparison to something like the fitness industry, if you want to lose 20 pounds, you kind of have to like every day or at least a yeah. few times, you got to work out, you got to eat, change your diet. It takes some time. You can't just go to the gym for eight hours and all of a sudden everything is right. fixed, right. but that's, what's really cool about writing a book is that it could happen that way, or you could do it a little bit at a time, a couple times a week, you have your writing sessions. So I'm just really passionate at, uh, about helping women understand that they can do this if they want to do this. And now with that being said, anyone can write a book, but not everyone should, you know, book writing is not a medium that's for everyone. Just like podcasting isn't a medium that's for everyone, but the technology is there. So if you're driven and passionate, if you enjoy writing, and perhaps if you have a business or something that your content could be complimentary for, it's not about just the book that you write. It's about how you can build that into your business, share your message, allow it to reach more people and have people just have eyes on what it is that you're doing. So if there's something that you want to write about, I just encourage people like start writing because you can't publish until you write. So you can have a book idea up there circulating in your head. You got to write it out, write it out. And then you can publish it, whether you're working with someone or you're doing it on your own. Uh, Yeah. I'm so I'm actually actually excited about this this next process, this next next project. So we'll see. I think it's going to be a great compliment to my guests and a great compliment to the, to the show. Cause I do absolutely love doing the podcast. I love it. I love talking to so many incredible people like yourself, you know, like I've made some great connections that I'm friends with these people now, like, you know, I'll be connected to them for the rest of my life. So it's been very cool. So, you know, I had a question. So when I first started going down this path of like, okay, I'm interested in doing the book. I I've known a lot of obviously I talked to a lot of authors on the show and I have a lot of friends that have published books and I've been in a networking group. I met someone who helps with, I think that does what you do. What, and I never asked her, but I'm just curious, what are the difference, the differences be, be um, it, it, by the different types of publishing? So self-publishing, right? And then yep. you can go to a publisher. Traditional, traditional publishing. Those are the two basic differences, okay. traditional versus self-publishing. So tradition, there's pros and cons to both. Like, don't get me wrong. If somebody approached you from a publishing house, or if you wanted to go the route of getting a literary agent, working with them to help kind of shop around, um, it can be tricky because as you know, even really great writers, 
years, like J.K. Rowling, like shop around multiple times, rejection after rejection. You have to ha- kind of have a thick skin to go that way. Um, so there's pros and cons. Uh, with traditional publishing, you don't have as much creative freedom. Um, you don't keep the IP, the intellectual property uh, of your work. You don't get much of the royalties. Um, just industry standard is about 6 to 15% when you go with a traditional publisher. Mm-hmm. If you self-publish, everything that you are eligible for, of course, Amazon, if you publish on Amazon, they take a cut. But everything that you're eligible for as the author, you get 100% of that. So the difference is kind of like you make less money, but probably get more book sales because the big big six publishing houses have networks and lots of places where they can market and get your books different places. Um, and the PR and the media and all of that stuff. If you're self-publishing, you're doing a lot of that yourself. Yeah. Um, if you're self-publishing on your own and, and DIY version of the process, um, you're also sourcing people to do the editing. You're sourcing people for design. You're sourcing people for media, for PR, for marketing. Yeah. All of that yeah. stuff kind of falls on you. So I'm sort of a, a hybrid. I'm like in between. I'm not a publishing house, but I'm more like a, a self-publishing coach. And I also like my agency will help to do all of the things necessary wow. to get your book published. So I'm kind of in between. Um yeah, there's definitely pros and cons and it's worth investigating if you're thinking about writing a book because just because self-publishing is available doesn't necessarily mean that's the route you want to go. It depends on the type of book you're writing. Yeah. It depends on your goals as an author. It is a little bit harder to get in um, as someone, unless you have a huge, huge following already, like a really established network and audience um, to get in with the traditional publishing. Cause they're looking for people that are like, you know, celebrities and people, oh, looking, right. you know, so, but self-publishing, you doesn't matter who you are. You can self-publish a book and it could go wildly successful on Amazon, um, but it also can take some time. So mm-hmm. there's things to consider about both different types of publishing. Support for Label Free Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Now, ladies, you can use this too. We're all inclusive here. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And now we're going to have the ladies too, because come on, ladies, let's be real. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code labelfree20 at manscaped.com. So thank you, Manscaped, for your support. And everybody is welcome to purchase with my code. Yeah. And so that's very interesting. And now from what I understand, it's pretty expensive to publish a book. Yeah, there are a lot of costs. Um, this is part of the reason why I have a program that's uh, a group writing program. I call them collaborative author projects or co-author projects. You've probably heard of them um, because it reduces the cost. And also um, it's a fixed cost versus a variable cost because publishing can be like, you don't know if it's going to be more expensive for editing or if it's going to be more expensive for design. It can be expensive. It can be, you know, it could be $5,000. It could be more than that. It depends yeah. uh, just to put your work on the platform and then to start to create your, your revenue stream um, using Amazon system and beyond. So yeah. it can be expensive yeah. for sure. It's for my, in my opinion, well worth the investment. I did everything for my first journal. All I did a lot of the design by myself. I am a writer by nature. So the editing wasn't as heavy, but it was an expense for sure. But has it paid off hundred <laughs> percent? Yeah. I hear that when you get that, that best-selling author title, that it's, it actually gives you some credibility uh, I mean, I'm not sure what that means because I haven't had that, <laughs> but I talked to so many of you guys and it's just like, you know, the, the woman that I'm working with is she's going, she says that we can set the book up to become a best-selling um, book on Amazon and an, an internet in the little, I can't speak international bestseller. So I don't know what that means. I don't know how you set that up. Is that just based off of the marketing and the PR that you do or. Well, it's interesting. You asked this question, especially again on the label free podcast, because I'm sort of 
I have two different opposing viewpoints about the bestseller ranking. Yeah, it's really cool to get a bestseller ranking. It is amazing to get, I work with my authors and that is something, it's a goal of ours. We're obviously working towards getting on the bestseller list on Amazon. That just means the top 100, um, but also driving for a number one bestseller. Because yeah, do you want to put that in your Instagram bio? Do you want to put that on your website? Like, yeah, that's an amazing thing. It's a big accomplishment. But at the same time, I don't want my authors ever to feel that, oh, they only made number eight on the list. So they feel like a failure. We always talk about celebrating on their launch day and like their launch week and even their launch month. You did the thing that you said you were going to do. You said, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to put my work out there. And now it's out there. And that's the thing you should celebrate, not necessarily the title. But is it cool to have that title and a milestone that you may want to get and collect and have as part of something that you've done? Yes, it is. Now, there is a distinction between New York Times bestseller and an Amazon bestseller. And it's basically just with Amazon, uh, a volume of sales. So you don't necessarily need to have hundreds of thousands of copies sold. Depends on which books are coming out at the same time. But you do need to have a a good surge of people ordering. That's why we generally do like a launch campaign over a couple of days to really drive people there. Um, So I'm kind of both. Is the title cool? Yes. Do I want people to be defined by (laughs) that title? No. Label free. We don't want to be defined by it. That's right. That's right, girl. I love it. Oh my God. There's, I think that, that's just awesome. So when somebody wants to come to you and they want to write a book and you help coach them through that, what does that process look like? Yeah. So um, people generally reach out. I have a book proposal form that's on my website. So when people are interested at, about writing a book, I often ask them a few questions. I'll ask them, you know, how far are you into your writing? Who are you helping with this book? You know, you have to have a clear idea of who is the person that's going to hold this book in, in your hands? Who is the person that's going to benefit from this content? Um, you know, how comfortable are you talking about your book, because when you're self-publishing and yes, I help with marketing efforts, but you've got to be really comfortable holding that book up, telling the whole world about what it is and why it's beneficial. Yeah. So they fill out the book proposal form. And then I also, because I'm so hands-on with my clients and it's me, I'm a small business, but it's me in there. I want to see what they want to write about. So if you came Mm -hmm. to me and you want to write a book about lawnmowers and like the difference between a couple of different lawnmowers, (laughs) That would be probably a no for me. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I, I want to be an ideal reader of the content that I'm producing. Yeah. So I love, you know, I, nonfiction is my specialty. I love personal growth books, um, personal development, mindset, uh, perspective, self-love, confidence, these kinds of things. That's how I got into this self-publishing space was with those topics myself. So I look for projects that are really going to align with me and my messaging. Um, after the proposal, we would have a call. Um, and if it's a good fit and it feels like, okay, things sound like, it sounds like we're clicking really well for them as well. I need them to feel really good about working with me. Um, and then we would go from there. I also coach people. So if they don't want the full service publishing where I'm doing everything, I also have coaching packages where we can work together. And I'm sort of like their mentor helping them to do the process themselves. So that's kind of the process. Initially, book proposal, we would have a call and discuss the project and then see if it's a right fit. I love that. And so typically how long with your, if you, when someone says, okay, I want to work with you, you coach me through this process from start to finish, what is the average time it does it take to get a book out? Hmm. So for a full book, so I actually help people do journals as well, journals and workbooks. So um, for a journal, it's about six to eight months on average. Wow. Publishing has a lot of different uh, timelines and different variables for how quickly things can happen. So if you're in the design phase, for example, and we're still not quite aligning on the design and what they want and what the designer is presenting, it could take a little bit longer. Um, so that's why it's kind of a six to eight month time frame from idea to being launched on Amazon. Uh, with a book, it could be between, 12, uh, between nine and 12 months. 
a lot more editing involved in a book, a lot more formatting, organizing things. Like there's a lot of work that goes into a manuscript for a book. So it could be up to a year. Um, and then I also do some children's books. I have a couple of children's book clients and um, usually the children's books are again, six to eight months. It could be faster. It could be longer. Depends on the designs and the approvals and things like that. So that's just kind of my estimated time frame. That's quite a that's quite a commitment. Yeah, yeah. it's a long yeah. process. There's yeah. a lot of nuts and bolts to get a book from idea to being a finished product. Oh yeah, for sure. My mom wants to do a children's book. She's been wanting to do it for years. I told her I said, you know what? Since I'm doing this book for my podcast, you need to do it too. Like we're gonna do it together. I highly doubt she's gotten started on it, but. <laughs> yeah. Tell her to write it because a children's book is not a lot of writing to do. I know. Without sourcing the illustrator. And if you even like, if you know someone that can do the illustrations, it's a really beautiful project that you can work on with somebody. Well, it's my cousin. So my cousin's oh. an illustrator. And so she was having him drop uh, images for the book. I'm like, well, you need to get that done. Do it. Do it. You know, yeah. I mean, at least leave your mark on this world somehow, because I feel like when you write a book, a book is out there forever. And you've really kind of, it's like living your legacy, what you're leaving yeah. behind for, you know, for your children or the children, your children's children, or just, you know, society in general. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very cool, very cool thing to do. Where can people find you, reach out to you, support you, connect with you? Yeah, so easiest place is probably Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time. It's just at Lead Her Publishing. So it's like leader, but lead her because I work with women mostly. Uh, website is the same, leadherpublishing.com. I'm also on TikTok, <laughs> Leader Publishing. <laughs> Lots of tips and like, you know, useful writing information and things like that and short form video content. Um, yeah, that's probably the best place. The website has where all of my um, opportunities to work with me. So if you want to work one-to-one or if you're interested just in coaching, if you want to know about uh, group writing projects, the website is the hub where everything lives. So leadherpublishing.com. I love it. You guys, I'm going to put all of her links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to go check her out. If you're interested in writing a book or just want to reach out to her because it's something that you've thought about, I'm sure Courtney would love to talk to you and help you with that Good. journey. You also have a podcast, right? Yeah, I do. I have a podcast called The Lead Her Show. Um, it has evolved over time, but I love, again, talking about leadership, personal growth, mindset, confidence, all of those things. So I've, I have been running that show since 2018. It's kind of a passion project of mine, but I do enjoy doing it and having conversations like this. It's nice to be on the other side. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just super fun. It. It's been such a great space to connect with yeah. people and, and talk about and just have our conversations, you know, and put it out there for the world to, to listen to. So we're starting to get close on time. So I, I always like to ask my guests for any last words of wisdom or advice that they'd like to leave with the audience. So what would you like to leave with them today? My piece of advice would be that far less people are thinking about what you're doing and if you're making mistakes and if you're doing things you're supposed to be doing, then you think everyone is focused on themselves. So stop worrying about what other people might think about you writing a book and just start writing your damn book because less people are thinking about you than you think they are. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, we're really no one. We all came into this world the same. We're all going out the same. You know what I mean? So it's just like, if you have something that moves you just do it, you know, that's, how, it. that's how I feel. I have poems that I've written for over, since I was 13 years old. Wow. Now, that's one thing that, yeah, I used to love to write. I used to love to write. That's one thing that I would really like to publish, you know, like my own personal poems. Some of them are really good. Some of them are very, very sad because my, I mean, like my, my home, I grew up in was very abusive. So I have poems that are very like sad around my, you know, what I was going through as a teenage girl. So that's something that I'm get, getting the courage to do, but I'm gonna have to read all these things and 
rewrite them because it's like scribble, you know? Yeah, well, I can see that being like a very cool, almost an ode to the like composition workbook where it kind of looks like a composition workbook oh. with like lines inside, but it's actually obviously printed, but it looks like handwritten. Like that would be a really cool, beautiful way to preserve and honor those things that you wrote. That. that's a great that's a great tip thank you for that you're welcome Bernie, this has been a blast so let us know I'm sure you are you coming out with more books I'm sure you are yeah we've got a lot of co-author books in production right now I'm actually working on another book of my own I mentioned I had a book called um I still have it it's on Amazon you can find any of my books at Courtney St. Croix if you just search me on Amazon um but I have another book called Leader Codes and it's going to be about um the mindset and perspective that you need in order to kind of level up your leader game <laughs> leadership personal leadership um, so I'm working on that right now. And then, like I said, co-author books in production and lots of my one-to-one -one clients with, uh, with books coming out soon. I love it. So keep us posted. Love to have you back. Talk about these yeah. new projects because God will keep people informed and up to date on what we got going on. So they can't yeah. support us if we don't let them know. <laughs> That's right. You got to talk about it. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has oh, been a blast. You're awesome. So I look forward to talking to you again. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to rate, review, share, comment, subscribe, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.